Grace be unto you and peace from God our Father and from our beloved Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Listen to these words. There shall come forth a shoot from the stump of Jesse, and a branch from his roots shall bear fruit. Some 30 years ago, I stood in the Garden of Gethsemane. The olive trees there, that big around, had actually grown out of the roots of trees that had been cut down by the Romans in 70 A.D. Despite the total annihilation of those trees, out of the roots sprang new life. In spite of being destroyed, those trees lived and they never died. In this Advent series, the Jesse tree is the Jesus tree, we will seek to capture a picture of the glorious story of the promised Messiah born out of that stump of Jesse and his son, King David. As one author put it, quote, the Advent story, including the culminating Christmas story, is about a baby who had been born to die, yet not just to die, but to be placed in the utter darkness of a tomb and on Easter morning to burst forth from the tomb. So this is our Advent theme. The Jesse tree is the Jesus tree. Let me begin with an observation. Christianity, I believe, is in trouble. Part of the problem is that we are now living in a culture that is very detached, very ignorant, grossly misinformed about Christianity. But this is also in part the fault of Christians. Our presentation of the message is often made with overused words that can become so trite, that is, neither original nor fresh, and therefore unable to draw and inspire imaginations. There's nothing worse than a theological cliché. True, we are sinful. We are condemned. There is of course, a reason for us, a reason for why Jesus died for us. He forgave us our sins. God loves the world, and he sent Jesus to save us. But like the words of my wonderful wife, Solve, whenever she asked me to take out the garbage, even the words of God can go in one ear and out the other. That is why it is so helpful to draw upon the vivid imagery that is presented here in this story of salvation. And nothing is more biblically rich in its imagery than a tree. Here we have before us a stump, the dead stump of Jesse. But a messianic root coming from that stump to let us know that the promise of redemption of all creation has not been lost. Like the story of the flood, after Noah releases that dove and it returns with an olive branch in its beak, Noah knows that life has returned once again to the earth. And in that we see a beautiful metaphor of what Christian baptism is, where new life comes to be. In the vision that Ezekiel has in Ezekiel chapter 31, he sees Assyria represented as a 
gigantic tree. It's enormous. It overshadows all the other trees. That is to say, that made it into the greatest of all the nations. The birds rested in the tree. That is to say, all the people of the earth came and nestled there in that tree. The animals of the earth gave birth underneath its branches, meaning all the great kings and nations came to and gave homage to them. Yet when that tree became proud, God cut it down. It is a metaphor that bids us to be humble before God. The tree's image can also help us to see what happened in the Garden of Eden. Words like sin and the fall of mankind often fall short of the significance of what happened. What does Paul say? Therefore, just as sin entered the world through one man and death through sin, and in this way death came to all people because all sinned. We need to grasp the enormity of the destruction of creation in that fall. In Genesis chapter 3, we learn that a tree, when it is cut down, all of life that ordinarily would flow through that tree to the branches and the fruit is utterly lost. Unredeemable death came upon the whole world. As in the flood which enveloped the earth and destroyed everything that is living, creation, we were told, was subjected to decay and was destroyed along with Adam and Eve's blind fall into sin. We also need to see an image that can bring us incredible joy, such as this, the restoration of life that comes from the tree of Jesse. It's a tree that's far more glorious than the tree of Babylon. It's an eternal kingdom. And here in that eternal kingdom, all the peoples of the earth are welcome to come and to nest in its branches. All the kings of the world, the true kings, the kings and priests of those who believe in him are born underneath its branches. It cannot be cut down because it is the humble son of God. He is the tree where dead branches can be grafted back in again. He is the tree through which eternal life flows. So come nations and come peoples, come you and me. He is the tree of life. Paul says it. But the gift is not like the trespass, for if the many died by the trespasses of one man, how much more did God's grace and the gift that came by the grace of the one man, Jesus Christ, overflow to the many? The Jesse tree is the Jesus tree. And so now, in Advent, let us contemplate that image. The stump before our eyes is to re for us to remember who we are. We are going to live also in a dead world that is full of contention and slander and pride and sickness and broken relationships and mental illness and abandonment and all these things that abuse and cause poverty. That is our stump. And we can never escape such things because our human lives on this side of creation are bound and connected to the dead stump of fallen creation. We must live in the world of death and there's no escaping it. Yet there before our eyes is God's gracious promise to deliver us from this utter disaster. 
It is a branch. It is a man, but not merely a man. The branch, the shoot, is the Son of God, the second person of the Trinity. He is the divine Son of God, yet man, conceived by the Holy Spirit in the womb of Mary. That Christmas night, the world heard the greatest news in all of creation. The branch from the stump of Jesse has sprouted in fulfillment of the ancient promises. Hope for us and for the fallen world was reborn. Why is this so comforting? Ask yourself, did you or I do anything to make this happen? Was this something that we added to his perfected life, his teachings, his atoning death, his resurrection? No. He is the one who brought life out of death. John writes, in him was life, and that life was the light of men. All that is needed to restore creation, to restore our dead lives, he has already done. He is the one who took you and me, dead branches, and grafted us into him in our baptism. He is the one who daily irrigates us with the waters of word and sacrament. He is the one who prunes us with his fork of absolution. He is the one who builds a big wall around his arboretum so that the dangers of the world will not destroy his church, his people, his branches. And when the flood of death and the annihilation of creation comes, like in the days of Noah, we will come forth as shoots out of his roots into the new creation of eternity. So picture that story to the world, even as you picture it to yourself in this penitential season of Advent. How wonderful and how comforting the Jesse tree is the Jesus tree. Amen. May the peace of God, which passes all human understanding, guard and keep your thoughts and your minds through faith in Christ Jesus unto life everlasting.